When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. The State Assembly unanimously passed three bills this week that could change the way our food is labeled. Two of those bills would only allow food be labeled as milk or dairy if it comes from a cow or other hooved mammal, such as a goat. The third bill would only allow food to be labeled as meat if it comes from an animal. I'm talking with three agriculture advocacy groups today that are encouraging the Senate to pick this package up and pass it. Kevin Krentz starts us off. He's the president of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation. He's also a dairy farmer from Berlin. So I'll be talking to two dairy producers later today on uh, these bills. So I'd like you to give that the meat bill perspective for me. My first question for you is, do Wisconsin meat producers see competition from foods labeled as meats that don't necessarily come from an animal? Certainly. I, I, that, that competition uh, continues to grow. Again, it's going back to the truth of what is the product. When either either the dairy industry or the beef industry has contributed to a checkoff for years, for generations, if you will. And that checkoff has been there to advertise our products, those nutritious products that we produce on our farms. Someone else coming in and taking advantage of all of that reputation that we built over the years is potentially harmful uh, to either industry. This also has implications for consumers. Honest to gosh, when I go down the milk aisle, there are so many options. And, you know, meat right now, I feel like there's up and coming technology that our meat aisle may become that way as well. Uh, but why should consumers care, you know, if their milk's coming from a cow or, or a nut? You're absolutely right. This is also very beneficial for consumers in fully understanding uh, what they're purchasing at the store. That's part of uh, a major part of uh, what these bills address. Obviously, agriculture is a huge industry in Wisconsin. We're called America's Dairyland for a reason. So, what does it mean that these bills were unanimously passed? Oh, it means it means a lot. This is a bipartisan fix to a national problem that some of these things aren't being enforced on the on the national level. Um, it shows unity uh, of government and unity of regulation here in Wisconsin. And I'm glad you mentioned, you know, what's going on in D.C. Because even if this does make it into law, you have work to do out of state. Because in order to implement these labeling provisions, don't other states have to adopt food labeling legislation as well? Absolutely. Once uh, a number of other states uh, adopt this, then, then it will fully be implemented at the national level. So, I mean, your next job is obviously to get it through the Senate. Uh, do you know when or if they're going to take this up? That's a very good point, and that's one thing I, I want to do uh, with you this morning is ask everyone uh, to not only contact their senators and ask that they support this these bills, but to also encourage Senate leadership uh, to bring these bills to the floor. So at this point, they are, they are not scheduled. Again, uh, we, we talked about it. it. This is both beneficial for consumers and beneficial uh, for producers uh, on the farm. So it, it's, it's a good 
uh, thing for everybody involved. We're getting responses from agriculture advocacy groups on this unanimous passage. Amy Penterman, president of the Dairy Business Association. She's also a dairy farmer in Thorpe, Wisconsin. Amy, I don't think we should forget that farmers are also consumers. And I want to ask you, why are these labeling bills important for grocery shoppers? You know, these labeling bills are so important to grocery shoppers because if labels are mislabeled of plant-based foods as real dairy foods, it confuses and misleads our customers. Consumers are making judgment about a food's nutritional value based on its name. Milk is milk or maybe almond milk. The nutritional value There's a difference between these products. They're not the same. And we need a clear avenue for consumers to be able to make that choice. And Amy, I think it's perfect that you're a mom because we know that moms are usually the family shopper. Are you surprised at all by how many options you have in like the milk aisle? I think it's wonderful that we have options. And as a mom, you know, and other moms out there, if they have other, if their their children have different needs, I think it's great to have options. But I think those options need to be clearly labeled so moms can go into the grocery store and they can see, okay, here's the nutritional value here. Here's the nutritional value here. And so they're not confused by a plant-based product stealing the name of milk and the wholesomeness of milk and the, and the value of nutrients for that milk product that they need to be able to make a clear choice. It's great to have options, but those options need to be clear in the, in the food aisle. These bills also mean something to you as a dairy farmer. Yes, they do. And I think what we what we need to know is dairy farmers invest a lot of money for marketing. Every month on our milk check, we've got checkoff dollars that go to the state and national checkoff programs. And what those do is they, in turn, are used for marketing for our good name, milk. And when we have other imitation products that are trying to use our marketing that we've invested in over several years, we can't have that. We've invested in it, we've promoted it, we know how nutritious our milk products are, and they need to remain that way, and we just need that for a strong and vibrant dairy community. Yeah, and I understand your next job is to encourage the Senate to pass these now, is that right? That is correct. I urge the Senate to pass this. Take the vote up. They need to pass this. We need support. Wisconsin is America's dairy land. It needs to start here. And we need to stand up for milk and the dairy farmers in our state. And we need that strong and vibrant dairy community. And we need the Senate. And I urge the Senate to step up and support the dairy community. Now, is DBA or or EDGE, for that matter, at the national level working with other states? Because I understand in order to implement these new labeling provisions, if if they pass, other states are going to have to adopt new food labeling legislation as well. Yes. So we are working with other states. And I think what we need to remember is that FDA, there's already a law on the books that milk is from coming from a cow, plain and simple. FDA needs to enforce this law. And so once Wisconsin, who is the leader of America's dairy land, once we set the precedent and we do the right thing, other states are going to see that and they're going to follow. And of course, Edge is also doing the, the work on the other states and at the, the federal level also. We're getting responses from different agriculture organizations on the truth in labeling bills. Again, these bills would make sure only milk from a hooved mammal can be called milk or meat from an animal be called meat. Rebecca Sweeney joins me now from the Wisconsin Cheesemakers Association. Rebecca, I want to ask you, how do these bills impact dairy products? 
Well, we believe strongly that words have meaning. And in the case of dairy, they're actually defined by FDA. These have real definitions, but FDA hasn't enforced their regulations on these words in quite some time. And what we're hoping with these labeling bills is to send a strong message from America's Dairyland to Washington, D.C., that we need these regulations enforced uh, to protect American consumers and to defend our agricultural community. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that this is really the first step, um, this, this assembly passage, because it's still got to go to the Senate, then the governor's desk, and then other states need to follow suit. So how is the Cheesemakers Association getting things moving at the national level? Well, we're really excited in the assembly vote that happened this week. It was unanimous. Every single member of the assembly supported this proposal. And we're getting word, it was reported that the governor said uh, recently that he would sign these bills if they were sent to him. So our final hurdle is really, uh, in Wisconsin, is the Senate. And so what we're doing right now is we're asking all of our members, and frankly, any Wisconsinite who cares about Wisconsin agriculture, who cares about our cheesemakers, our dairy farmers, to call their senators now and say, take action this June Dairy Month uh, to support this industry that's worked so hard to develop a reputation for safe and nutritious and delicious products that, frankly, cannot cannot really be imitated. So we want to get this done here in Wisconsin, and then we believe that that uh, that conversation will spark um, much-needed debate in Washington about the FDA's uh, lack of enforcement in their own regulations for labeling. Consumers deserve transparency. They deserve to know what they're buying and what they're serving their families. I do want to ask you to go into a detail about why uh, these new labeling laws, uh, if passed, would benefit Wisconsin cheesemakers and Wisconsin production agriculture? Well, I think the biggest benefit is actually to consumers uh, because we know that there's a lot of confusion in the marketplace right now. We, we recently uh, conducted a study uh, along with our friends at uh, Dairy Business Association and Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin that showed us that a quarter of people believe that milk is in plant-based foods that mimic cheese because the label says cheese. A third of those people think uh, they contain protein, but imitators have little or no protein. A quarter think these mimics are lower in calories or fat or have fewer additives, but that's just not true. So we know that um, imitators are out there using the good name of milk and cheese to make sales. And we believe that the biggest benefit for these um, labeling bills actually comes for consumers. But of course, that's connected to the dairy industry as well, uh, that, that's worked very hard to make sure that their products are safe uh, and nutritious and delicious. Um, and, and they've, you know, they've, they've also marketed those products under those names. So um, they deserve fairness as well. Do you know if butter, yogurt, ice cream would also be impacted? Well, Cheesemakers is in our title, but we do represent uh, all dairy products. And, um, and I'm happy to say that Wisconsin is actually the first state in the nation to offer a bill that, that also um, would protect uh, the, those labeling names, cream, uh, yogurt, um, other, other dairy ingredients. So that th- there's one bill that we're offering in this package that does actually also cover all dairy products and those dairy product terms. Rebecca, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about that I'm not asking you? 
No, I just think it's really important to, to note that the entirety of our agricultural community has come together on this. You have uh, Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation, Wisconsin Farmers Union. Uh, we have the corn growers, the cattlemen, Agribusiness Association, professional dairy producers of Wisconsin, Cooperative Network. All of our groups are coming together with this message, and um, we're asking the Senate to take action this month. And anybody who cares about the dairy industry, who cares about our agricultural community, we, we invite you to join us in this effort to get, that, get these three bills to a vote in the Senate now. And there you have it from Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation President Kevin Krentz, Dairy Business Association President Amy Penterman, and Rebecca Sweeney of the Wisconsin Cheesemakers Association. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.